Hello, hello, welcome everybody. This is Trevor Jeremiah Carter, and we are back again for another episode with another guest for another time being. And guess what? We have a lovely sunshine going off in the UK, and it looks like we're going to have heat waves. But wherever you are in the world, I pray and hope that everything is well and you're enjoying your time in the web, good weather, wherever you are. And today we do definitely do have another guest with us. Uh, last week we had a very interesting guest, uh, Gemma, who was also a life coach. And she was sharing with us about some tips and ideas of how you can move your life forward. And today we do have another guest. And uh, before we bring on our guests, I'm going to introduce you to similar couple of things that you can do to join into this show. Now, if you're interested in being a guest on this show, you can simply uh, email me at infolivingyourgoodlife.co.uk. That's infolivingyourgoodlife.co.uk. So if you have a story, a business, or a hobby, and you want to share to the world, we're more than happy to have you on as our wonderful guest. And so at this moment in time, we're going to go straight in to our wonderful guest who joined us today, and uh, Nicoletta. And she's also a life coach. And at this moment in time, I'd like to bring her in and say welcome to the show, Nicoletta. Hi. Hi, Trevor. Lovely to be here and great to connect. Thank you. Uh, Oh, great to have you on. And uh, we did have a coach last week. We have another one, which is yourself, an expert, uh, expert idea of talking about coach and changing people's life. And your title is Yes, You Can, which is similar to my show. <laughs> and um, it's just a matter of fact, we're letting people know out there that they can change things and change their environment. So, Nicoletta, uh, just let us know a little bit about yourself. Who are you and uh, where you're from? Just introduce yourself to our guests. Yes, thank you. Well, my name is Nicoletta Porosanu. I'm a Romanian-British uh, psychologist and therapist. I've been living in London for the past 15 years. I'm also the host of the Open to Happiness podcast and the founder of the Significant You Mental Health Charity. Oh, wonderful. So uh, tell us a little bit more about your background, how you became what you are now, because there are a few things that you went through, and uh, obviously there are learning curve experience that made you become a successful coach who are now teaching others to transform their life. If you don't mind, if you'd like to share a little bit more about that. Yeah, of course. Obviously, like everyone, uh, I've been through the highs and lows of life, uh, I was uh, born back home in Romania. Um, I was brought up in my first years of life by my grandparents. And my grandmother has been a massive influence uh, in my life. She's been a great influence, uh, a great uh, inspiration. Um, she was very connected with people, um, very much interested in uh, empowering others and helping them heal and um, embrace a very positive outlook in life. So I was introduced quite early in life in this um, curiosity and, and, you know, inclusivity of what is life about? Um, how do people relate to each other? How do we move past the uh, hardship and difficult times? And then it naturally led to all sorts of questions that I've had whilst I was growing up. Uh, mostly around the nature of suffering, the human suffering, because I have been exposed to 
all sorts of circumstances um, and people around me that um, would go through pain. And I really wanted to explore this further. So I trained as a clinical psychologist first, and then naturally it led to psychotherapy and counseling, then coaching and different other things. Uh, and I've been doing this for over two decades now. And I love it. I love it every second of my life. It's my passion to actually be there with people in that space, intimate space, very vulnerable space that we find ourselves sometimes and um, educate them about themselves, about people, about the world. At the same time, um, offering a little bit of containment and helping them um, just uh, heal and um, transform themselves and become the people they really want to be. Mm. And I think that's what makes your story quite interesting um, because of the highs and lows that you went through, um, your childhood time and growing up. And you said your grandmother was the greatest inspiration into your life. Now, based on that area, um, life and just take us on a difficult journey. We wonder why do we have to go through? We know people say, why me, why me? Was there any moment in that time as you're going through it did you question yourself why you had to go through this and nobody else? Or was it a situation you really understood that I had to go through this to be where I am today? I think that uh, when I was little, uh, I wasn't developed enough to understand uh, what's actually happening around me. Um, as children, we just live the lives that have, you know, happened to be offered to us. Uh, more or less. There's very little choice when we are little. But I think I've never imagined that it's just me going through difficult times because I would look around. I was very, very interested to, to understand what's going on in the world, in my life, but also in the lives of all of the others. And I've seen that other people, other children were, were struggling with kind of the same things surrounding me. So it wasn't the level, that kind of question, why me at that point? But throughout life, there have been times when life has, um, sorry for the noise. I think some, something dropped here. I'm gonna repeat that if you can edit it. <laughs> okay. uh, I apologize. Uh, but there have been times in life when I've been through, you know, quite, quite challenging um, moments, especially the breast cancer journey a few years back. Uh, even the childhood trauma, in a way, um, having lived in a in a in a few years, probably about ten years in my life, from age to eighteen, of domestic abuse um, with an alcoholic father, and um, yeah, there have been times when I ask myself why me, but in particular around the illness, because um, when I was little, I couldn't really. Uh, do much about it it wasn't in my choice to leave or change anything but mm. but when I became an adult mm. and I happened to go through you know to difficult times um, this is when I asked myself why me why, why do I have this breast cancer uh, why me why at this age um, because obviously only some women are diagnosed with cancer through, the, through life and you always think, why do I have to be in that category? So yeah, I think I, I've, I've lived both ends of the spectrum, if, if I can say that. Uh, times when I accepted it and I, I just surrendered to what was going on, or I had no option other than accept it and cope with it. 
and times when I fought, you know, quite quite vividly what was unfolding in my life, and I rejected that kind of experience because it, it was really, really painful and quite scary, especially when it's a life-threatening situation like cancer. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. The reason why I ask that is because when people go through highs and lows, they go through it so many times, people find it very difficult to analyze or restructure out what was the real purpose of this? People feel trapped, feel trapped internally. They don't know how to get themselves out of a situation. They can't seem to find a solution. But for some reason, throughout what you went through, there was a breakthrough. So that breakthrough gave you to be in the position where you are now, which is phenomenal change, phenomenal ex explanation of how you change other people's lives. Now, did that make you look at your life differently from what you went into and what you are doing now? I think there's been a gradual process of uh, self-discovery, healing and personal growth, uh, mm. which happened not just through my studies um, or uh, the clinical practice. It did happen in my personal life. It happened in my personal therapy uh, as a practitioner myself. It happened in supervision, but it also happened in my um, in my practitioner research, um, all, all of that information that I'm collecting whilst I'm working with people one-to-one -one or in a couple or family sometimes. Um, and I think it's, it's an accumulation of, of knowledge and wisdom that we get through life. Obviously, I've just done 50. I'm in a different place now. I've managed to go through illness, through all sorts of other challenges. I'm in a much better space. But I'm also um, someone that has been quite dedicated to, to her personal development. So despite the fact that I qualified as psychologist and then therapist, then I, I kept studying and I kept um, you know, reinventing myself and wanting to go deeper within myself to get to mm -hmm. rediscover those parts that have been hidden to me. And there's always been questions. Why do I think this way? Why do I behave this way? Why do I feel this way? Why mm. am I this way? Who am I? Where am I coming from? And, uh, you know, what's the meaning of my life? What's the purpose? Why am I here for? Which way shall I go from here? I, I've always had this kind of internal dialogue with myself. And um, in a way, I think the, the, the illness that happened a few years back, the breast cancer, helped me because it, it, it brought a different level of, of conscious awareness. It was a different level of awakening. It was a very, very, uh, you know, real one, um, qu mm. quite, quite a painful one. Because when you, when you think, when you contemplate the end of your life, you kind of look at life from a different perspective. You know, mm. you're not preoccupied of the same thing. So for me, I think that was the massive breakthrough when I, decided that for as long as I have to live, be it one month, one year, 10 years or whatever, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna be very, very loyal to myself. I'm gonna allow my real self to fully emerge as much as possible in the, in the here and now. And I'm gonna really share all my gifts, all I have, all my learnings with the world. And if something magical happened also on a professional level. I permitted myself to actually provide therapy and counseling and coaching in the way it felt aligned with, with, with me, with myself inside, mm -hmm. not in the way that everyone else was doing it. So 
whilst remaining within the ethical limits, remits of my work, I've managed to allow that creativity and all of those learnings that were a little bit outside of the mainstream, I would say, outside of the conventional uh, therapy work. I allow that side to manifest and, and uh, you know, get a little bit of, um, of space to, 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 to come out with something magical. And I think that happened naturally through therapy that I'm doing right now, which is a quite novel um, approach. Um, I call it the expansive uh, psychotherapy because it, it builds on the three major school of, schools of thought in, in psychology and psychotherapy, but it also considers other aspects of life because we are obviously multifaceted being. We are not just bodies or minds. Or we are also uh, people with, with souls. We are also social beings that live in an environment. So at the moment, I'm integrating in my work, not just psychology and the most significant psychotherapeutic schools of thought, the psychodynamic, humanistic, and cognitive behavior, but also I look at anthropology to help my clients to understand their origin and their life script, whatever's been given to them in terms of ancestry, and then epigenetics to understand who we really are and how our inner and outer environment can influence our health through that gene expression that we have within ourselves. Then we consider the quantum physics to understand that we exist in, in this infinite field of energy surrounding us in the universe. Uh, also the Eastern spirituality traditions to cultivate this, cultivate this mindful living and to connect with ourselves, with the other people and with the conscious awareness that is, um, is around us, but it's quite hard to grasp sometimes in, in this very, very busy world that is becoming even busier and more stimulating. Also, I consider the logotherapy. So mm. I'm helping people to extract some meaning from their lives and transpersonal psychology, because we need to look beyond our program tunnel minds, whatever has been brought into our brains since we are born until you know, this very moment and start our real process of personal development, uh, which is not about, you know, following others or learning from others or doing what they do, but going inside ourselves and getting to know uh, who we really are, healing our past and mm. growing into the people, uh, mm. as I mentioned, the people that we want to be. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, I think you've covered it already, what I was going to ask you. Um, you mentioned going deeper within yourself. Now, a lot of people don't quite understand or know what they mean by going deeper into yourself. What do you actually mean? And what is the process to going mm -hmm. deeper within yourself? Yeah, well, I think it's, it's, it's quite, a, uh, quite a good question. Uh, yeah, very often we, we live in an environment that is set for us. Uh, and what we do, we just continue to, to develop and grow within that set environment. And there's very little focus on getting to know ourselves and understand ourselves in any aspect of our beings. The parents are not uh, uh, mastering that themselves most of the time. The school is not really interested in that. It's teaching us science, which is mostly around the, the separation, the outside world very little about who we really are ourselves. 
Um, and then um, as we move through life, very often we get stuck in that kind of default way of being. It's an automatic source of functioning, automatic pilot functioning, I call it. And we don't really stop to understand who we are and mm. what we are made of. And I think very often we identify with the physical body, especially when we are little and we satisfy our physio physiological needs. Um, and we are very interested in the physical appearance and, and how we come across in the world. Mm -hmm. Then there is a time when the school is really insisting on us developing our minds, our brains, and we acquire knowledge within another set environment. We don't really study about, you know, uh, topics that we might want to study. We just have to go with the, the system, with the structure. And then we get programmed to function in a certain way. And I call this the tunnel mind. So whatever's been planted into our brain and allowed mm. those neurons to connect with themselves and create that wiring, let's call it like a, I don't know, if you look uh, from above, in the, from the sky, when you travel by plane and you see the land with all of those roads, all of those connections between houses, this is exactly the map of our brain. But that's just one program, and it's only one part of the brain that has been wired. That's not to say that this is everything about us. And we need to start at some point to go deeper and ask ourselves, you know, who am I really? Why do I think this way? Why do I behave this way? Um, mm -hmm. Because it might be appropriate within the family and the cultural structures, but I'm not sure if this is really the real me. So I, I'd like to inquire a little bit more. So you go back to your life script, what happened to you? Before you were born, I mean, your ancestors, how did your parents become this way? Who were your grandparents and where are you coming from? What kind of transgenerational trauma you carry with you? Everyone has that, irrespective of where they are born. At least this is my learning, working with a diverse uh, sort of um, clientele. And then um, we need to really understand a little bit about our personal history. So what happened to us since we were born? How were we shaped this way? And then when we understand that we've just been programmed to, to feel in this, uh, in this particular way and think in this particular way and relate with the world that way, we really get a sense of um, awareness about who we are really and what else is there other than this little program? So we move gradually from that kind of initial mind, uh, which is resisting some new ideas and it's quite rigid sometimes. It's stuck in, in its way. We move gradually through awareness, through mindful living, through meditation, through breath work, anything that is bringing us back within ourselves. We go deeper to reconnect with our bodies, to reconnect with our minds, and observe our minds from another place, um, not necessarily feeling like we identify fully with what's going on in there and our thinking and all of the other mental processes. And we also connect with our souls, with our hearts and our feelings, because in our bodies, we have physiological sensations. In our minds, we have thoughts. And in our souls, we have emotions and feelings. And I think it's important to get uh, to the stage where we use self-reflection a lot and we learn about ourselves and we bring ourselves into that state of coherence where the body, mind, and soul work together for our you know, benefit and we are not fragmented uh, 
keeping the body in one place, the mind going somewhere else, and emotionally feel something totally different. And that's quite common. So it's about going deeper and understanding who we are, how we became this way, what's our purpose, who are we really beyond our, all of these labels that have been placed on us in terms of name, gender, you know, race, nationality, uh, national insurance number and different other, um, you know, labels. And then uh, find within ourselves that real self, that, that, that inner voice that is really who we want to be, who we want to become and allow that to emerge, allow that to manifest so we can feel alive and we can have vitality in our lives and never have to feel depressed or anxious because there's so much pressure on that social persona that we identified with in the past that we've never had that space created around us to really get to know ourselves a bit better. And when we reach that stage of, of depth and reconnection with the core of the core of our being, I would say, then life feels um, much uh, peaceful, uh, much joyful, because you, we put less pressure on ourselves in terms of competing mm -hmm. with others, in terms of performance. And it just feels like we finally start breeding for ourselves and we live aligned with who we really are inside. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're hearing some deep conversation here regarding about going deeper within yourself, transforming your life. And Nicoletta is sharing what she went through and how you can transform your life by going deeper into yourself. At this moment in time, we're going to have a quick commercial break and we'll be coming back to continue with Nicoletta. So don't go too far. feeling well or had a bad day? Do wish you had something better to say about the day than a mumbled fine when someone asks you how you are? The solution might be simpler than you think. Our attitudes really are everything. When we're not feeling great about our lives or how the day is going, everything can seem to go wrong. The problem is, life isn't a steady thing. You might have a really good day followed by another equally bad. With so many things outside of your control, it might seem impossible to ever truly feel good about anything. The answer lies in your thinking. By being able to think positively, you will find your entire outlook changes. How can you develop the habit of positive thinking? Join us on the upcoming two-day masterclass starting on Wednesday 8th, 9th September at 7.30pm. How to generate a winning mindset before 2022. This masterclass applies to you. If you have been afraid to think big, or been trying everything to better your life and mindset only to find you have become more frustrated and stuck to reaching your goals. For further information simply log on to www.livingyourgoodlife.co.uk. Join us with the right tools and support, you can clear the path for a healthier lifestyle before 2022. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back. We're continuing with our wonderful guest, Nicoletta, and she's been sharing something that's a personal experience of being through some highs and lows and wounding experiences, but she's able to transform her life and be a very successful coach to now teaching other people to change their life. 
Now, Nicoletta, we're going to continue. Um, it's interesting because we think about people out there who are experiencing not able to open up, not able to express themselves, the wound is too deep, their emotions are all over the place. It can be very difficult and scary for some people who don't want to open up because they're so used to staying indoors within themselves because of the wound, they just don't know how to release. Now, the interesting thing to relate to that is your title is Yes Can Transform Your Life. What I want to ask, what message would you say for those who are listening on this show who cannot open up, cannot express, the wound is too deep, they can't see any solution? How would your title, Yes, You Can Transform Your Life, help them? Mm. I would say that um, everyone, with no exception, can transform their lives if they wish to. And it doesn't matter what kind of life script they have, what's been assigned to them before they were born, in what family they were born, in what kind of place, in what circumstances. And it doesn't matter their personal history or life circumstances, whatever happened to them in, you know, in their past. Because right now in this very moment, if they capture this very second, they have a new opportunity with each second to make the right choices and shift their life in the right direction, in the direction of their dreams. Now, when we are stuck in a place, in a, in a, in a specific um, place, it's usually when we get stuck in our, in our minds and the mind can be a prison. The tunnel mind is without doubt a prison. Whatever we used to think and however we used to function in our, in our lives, that's the darkness of our life. It's just one way of being. That's not to say that this is everything that is possible. I mean, there, there's infinite possibilities for every single one of us. And it's just a matter of wanting deeply, deeply within ourselves to make that change. And in order to make that change, we need to agree that something that's been going on might not be beneficial to us might actually be quite destructive. And we have the choice between suffering and peace. And I've been searching for, 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 this answer, for the answer to this question, why do we suffer in life for, for many, many, many years? Mm. It's been, in short, five decades now. For the first 30 years, obviously, I, I've, start, I've searched like an informal level uh, as a child, as a young woman, that has been challenged in life. But for the past two decades, I did a very steady formal search throughout my, you know, throughout my studies, through the clinical work, the practitioner research. And if I believed in the past that you know, the suffering comes from other people because they are bad, or um, maybe I thought that some people are uh, you know, inherently ill or, or you know, quite bad, in, they, they have some genetic inheritance or chemical imbalance that makes them unwell and they have an impact in our lives. Um, well, in time, I've changed the way I'm, I'm looking at suffering. And I, I feel that in a way, we can take responsibility for our own uh, suffering or for our own happiness. This is why I'm actually doing the Open to Happiness podcast now, because it is unlikely that waiting and getting getting stuck in that kind of um, negative thinking uh, and emotional shutdown will, will help us change anything. 
there's no way we can change whilst we're waiting for the change to happen from the outside. We need to become the owners of our own life and really start that change ourselves, understand yeah. that we function in two different environments. We have an environment, an inner environment, a relationship with ourselves, which includes our physical body, our mind and our soul. And there is an outer environment, which includes the relationships we have with all of the others, from our family, the other people, and also the, the world structures, whatever's around us, like the universe, the earth, the nature, the ecosystem, and all politics, you know, all the social systems, like political economy, uh, science, social justice, whatever happens right now, including religion. And because they all bring their institutions, their norms, their laws, their, their customs and traditions into our life. And they have the power to influence the way we feel and we experience life. So the question is now, if, if they become aware that they function within two different environments and the inner one, the inner environment, what happens with their body, mind and soul, they have a bit of control on, then this is where they can start initiating changes. With regards to the outer environment, many things we can't change ourselves in the, the way the world runs, like calamities, pandemics, and all sorts of political or social structures. We might be able to slightly influence, but we can't change them ourselves. So what we can do is to just learn to cope with them and adjust ourselves and our lives to, 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 make, it, to make our journey through life a little bit easier. And the question now is, how do you achieve that change? I've discovered throughout uh, my career as a psychologist and therapist, I've discovered um, that uh, all the people that have managed to transform their lives freely and for good, uh, I mean, achieve a sustainable sort of transformation, including myself, have been through a very similar path. And this includes seven steps of real transformation. And they start with understanding. Mm. what happened before you were born, what happened after you came to life, and then accepting that some things cannot be changed and stop resisting what is and change actually what we can control. And after we manage to do that, we move to the third step, which is letting go. We need to let go of that attachment to the past. Mm. So we need to release that emotional tension. We need to surrender to, to, to whatever's happened and let it be in the past. Keep the memory, but no, don't suffer. Don't suffer anymore because it's pointless because we're poisoning this very moment, this moment of aliveness that we have right now. And then we move to the fourth uh, step, which is integration. And we integrate that life experience into our present life. We find meaning and we learn those lessons that have been given to us. And only then we can start forgiving. And that's the fifth step. We forgive all of those that, have wronged us and we forgive ourselves if we you know we if we wronged others we make amends we um, start building bridges uh, towards others and after that we move to the sixth step which is healing and this is very very important because we need to heal ourselves inside we need to set ourselves free from that pain and suffering which happens to be within ourselves in our body but also in our mind in our thinking and it's poisoning all our mental processes at the same time, as well in our spirit to create a bit of space, in, you know, emotional space for renewal, for experiencing something new. 
Mm. Only after those six steps, the seventh step, the transformation, the real transformation takes place. And this is when we really welcome who we really are, our real selves, and we become the people we want to be. And we create that life of our dreams. If people that listen right now find themselves in a, stuck in a, in, a, in a stage in their lives where there is no momentum, there is no movement, there is no shift, and it's just suffering, and it, it, it feels like they are blocked, they are completely, completely blocked, and they don't know which way to go, they don't find a direction, they don't, they don't know, you know, the, the, they don't have the tools to do it, they don't know the way. I think the best way they can go and maybe get this from my website at nicoletaporojano.com and understand how the seven steps of real transformation works. I have some free resources for them as well. So they can get, you no, know, they can know themselves a little bit better. And um, I think that would be very, very beneficial because I've noticed that that's the only way we can actually make the best of this life experience and set ourselves free from suffering to embrace a little bit of uh, joy and happiness and peacefulness. Mm, yeah. Now, Nicoletta, what's interesting is your track record is doing this for a very long time. And I'm sure over the years, you've pulled in board many experiences that has made you continue to do what you're doing. And just for the sake of our listeners, when they come to you, what are type of clients that come to you and what do you expect from you when they're actually coaching with you? Okay. Um, most clients uh, come at a time of crisis when they are unhappy with an area of their lives. I work with 18 plus and I've had from 18 to 80 age group, uh, all professions, all walks of life, all genders, all descriptions, you know, it, this, there's no specific profile that would be inclined to come to me other than someone that is ready to, to, to make a shift, to create a shift in their lives. So what do they all have in common? I think they are very, very curious themselves and they are committed to their personal development. They suffer or they are a bit depressed or they are longing for love and connection or they struggle in relationships. They are a bit confused and just want that clarity and direction in life. And I think some of them are, or most of them, are a bit uh, fed up with the status quo. They are tired to follow others and, and see they, there is no change. Uh, there is no um, really uh, progress in their lives. They feel a little bit um, um, disconnected from who they are and a bit confused around their true identity. And um, most of them are actually seeking beyond their bodies and minds. They just want to connect with their emotions, with their souls. And they are in the process of spiritual awakening uh, at, at some level and very willing to change, very willing to do the inner work. Without the inner work, no one will create any change. Uh, attending therapy sessions just for the sake of attending them, it hasn't changed anyone. Uh, the most successful clients that I had and I'm, I'm celebrating that success with them because it's our success, but obviously they've done most of the work on mm -hmm. themselves. I just guided them. I, I've just been the companion uh, alongside their journey. The most successful ones have been the ones that have been really, really willing to take that journey within and say, I'm going deeper within myself now. Whatever I think of myself or life, whatever I feel, 
I wonder if there is more than this. And, I, and if there is, I'm willing to find it, to get to understand it, and then go through all of the other steps so I can transform my life. Yeah. Right. Well, this is, a, this is why you do what you do. Um, and the record is there, the people are coming forward. And personally, your experience of what you went through, the highs and lows, has made you continue to do what you're doing and changing the lives of people. So for those who want to get in touch with you, uh, what is your contact details? Right, people can find me, uh, find, find a lot of details on my website at nicoletaporosano.com. Um, they can find a lot about me on uh, my charity website, the mental health charity, the significant you.org. Mm-hmm. They can also listen uh, to my podcast episodes, Be Open to Happiness. It's on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all of the other directories, podcast directories. And um, if they want to get in touch with me personally, they can email me at office at nicoletaporoshano.com. Uh, or they can just Google my name, Nicoleta Porojano, and they find all the details. They find me on all directories, professional directories, like Counseling Directory and British Association for Psychotherapy and Counseling website, and so on. Mm. And do you have any books you're writing available at the moment? I am writing my first book. I'm in the process of writing my first book. Probably it will take uh, another couple of years to finish because... I've invested a lot of time in, in the charity, in setting up this charity, following my illness. I just wanted to give back something to the people, to those around us that are going through difficult times. And um, I am also creating a, a digital course, which I'm hoping will help more people to get some support. Uh, it's going to be a self-therapy course um, for those that are hesitant to em- embrace uh, therapy and the process of personal development a bit deeper and just provide them with uh, with the tools they need and all the support on the way uh, so they can do it in a less um, exposing, I would say, environment. And it's going to be good for other people that want to go through different stages in their personal development and healing mm-hmm. without necessarily seeing a therapist uh, mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Yeah. So what age group are these books available for? Are they just for adults or younger people? Uh, sorry, can you repeat that? I'm, okay, I'm your books, uh, what age group do they appeal to? Is it for adults or for young people as well or across the board? The, the book I'm writing right now, which will hopefully be published uh, in a couple of years' time, uh, it's going to be for 18 plus, for everyone that is 18, for people that uh, are adults and want to engage in that process of self-discovery, healing and personal growth to shift their lives um, from where they are to where they want to be, whether they are depressed and they are living in the past or they are anxious and they are living in the future. Uh, The point is to help them uh, uh, live at peace, uh, to live in the present, in the present of now, in the here and now. Well, Nicoletta, we've had you on and we have really enjoyed your input and your insight. It's given us a lot of thought, food to thoughts and a lot to think about. And I uh, just want to say thank you so much for coming on and sharing that. And um, before we wrap up, I just want to ask you one final question. What would your last final word be to our listeners? What would, you, what would your final word be? Mm, that's interesting. I would say believe in yourself be kind and caring and compassionate within yourself and 
give yourself the best gift you can give to yourself in life. Mm -hmm. uh, go within, get to know yourself, get to heal yourself as much as you can and permit yourself to become the person that you want to be. Permit yourself to actually grow and develop from the within out, not learning from other people and following them, thinking that that's your personal development. But going mm -hmm. inside and doing everything from the inside out, which will, I promise you, will transform your life with no doubt and in a very short space and time. Well, Nicoletta, thank you so much indeed. Thank you for the last final word in there. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard our guest tonight, and I'm sure that you're able to reach out to her. Please do get in touch with her by her contact details and her website and her soon coming book is coming out very, very soon. So Nicoletta, thank you so much for joining us and thank you to all our listeners. And we will be back again as normal uh, for Yes You Can podcast show. I'm Trevor Yeremai Carter and I wish you the best and I hope to see you soon. So take care everyone and we will definitely see you again. Take care.